Hey grown-ups, this episode of Story Pirates is brought to you by Honey Nut Cheerios. Made with whole grain oats and a touch of golden honey, they're a great way to turn your good morning into a good day. Honey Nut Cheerios. Good starts with happy hearts. Captain's Log. We're still out on the open ocean, facing due north at, let's see, coordinates 33 degrees south and 81 degrees east. Drop the anchor! Drop the anchor! Huh? Drop the anchor! Rachel, why are you wearing scuba gear? Everyone, come help! Drop the anchor! Wait, what's going on? Rachel, what's going on? What's happening? Here, take your scuba gear. What? Why do we need this? So you can dive. Dive where? I'll explain later. Just put on your scuba suits. No! Rachel, look, I know from experience I have to have an explanation before I put on a ridiculous costume. Tell us what's up! Ugh, okay. If my calculations are correct, we are currently floating above the shipwreck of the great pirate ship, the Blood Red Ruby, which means that I am closer than ever to Captain Hootie's booty. What? That explained nothing. I'm still not putting this on. I know, the name is really silly, but guys, Captain Hootie's booty is supposed to be one of the greatest treasure troves ever known. Sorry, I'm still not totally following. The treasure! Captain Hootie's booty! That's why I'm here on this ship. That's what this is all about. I'm a treasure hunter. <gasps> okay, look, here goes. My dad was a treasure hunter, and I grew up moving from shipwreck to shipwreck. He was obsessed with finding Captain Hootie's booty. One day, he went out searching for it as usual, and he never came back. Wow, Rachel, we had no idea. That's such a sad story. Nobody's seen him since. Whoa. Whoa. Where's all this wind coming from? I don't know, but it's really strong. What's that up in the sky? It's a bird. It's a plane. No, it's a man with a jetpack. Peter, why do you always say that? Oh, wait! It is a man with a jetpack. Dad? If my calculations are correct, my girl, you're standing right above Captain Hootie's booty. Dad, it's you. <gasps> Gasp. Yes, it's me, Rachel's dad. <gasps> Gasp. Where did you get a jetpack? From a catalog. <gasps> gasp. Lee, why do you always say gasp? Um, gasp. Welcome back to the Story Pirates Podcast, everyone. Where we take stories written by kids and turn them into sketch comedy and songs. And we do it all from our very own giant ship. This week, as always, we got two brand new incredible stories to perform for you. Also, Story Pirate Rachel has just revealed a major piece of her backstory. Dad, where have you been? Well, it all started when... Whoa, 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 whoa. Sorry, Rachel, but before we hear more about this crazy backstory, why don't we hear a kid's story? Fair Fair enough. And here's the original story that the author sent in. It's called, The Giraffe Didn't Know. One time, there was a giraffe, and he wanted to change the world, but he didn't know how. And then he asked the dinosaur, but the dinosaur didn't know how. And then he asked the penguin, and then the penguin didn't know. 
then he asked a lion, and then the lion knew. Then he showed him how to do it. Then the end. Then the lion got a computer that was really powerful that could change the world. It changed the world into a zoo. Then the end. And now, here to introduce their story is the author. Hi, my name's Jonah. I name Kindergarten. I live in Pennsylvania. And this is my story that Giraffe didn't know. This is a story about changing the world, even if you don't know how. One time there was a giraffe, and he wanted to change the world, but he didn't know how. He didn't know how. Oh, he didn't know, didn't know, didn't know, didn't know, no, he didn't know how to change the world, change the world. Then he saw a dinosaur. Hi, hello. He said, we should change this world. The dinosaur didn't know how. Oh, wow, that is a stumper. I just don't know. Oh, he didn't know, didn't know, didn't know. The dinosaur didn't know how to change the well, world. you know, I would like to come with you to see how this works out. So they met up with this penguin, asked, how do you change this world? The penguin said, uh, I'm a creature of habit. It's really hard for me to say what I would do if no, I... Oh. We didn't know, didn't know, didn't know. The penguin also did not know how to change the world. Change the world. I gotta see how this ends. Down on their luck in an unchanged world. The giraffe and the dino and the penguin went to the jungle. They found a lion. Ooh, hello. And they asked, how do you change this world? Oh, for sure, for sure, no problem. Change the world, no problem, for sure. Change the world, no problem, no problem, no problem. Let me just grab my laptop. The lion got a computer and it was powerful. He changed the world wow. into a zoo. He changed the world into a zoo And he knew, he knew, he knew, he knew How to change the world into a zoo Yes, he knew, he knew, he knew, he knew How to change the world And now they
that was so good. That was so good. Wait, 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 wait. I have to know. Dad, what is going on? Where did you come from? A wild adventure, of course. You have to tell me everything. Yes, yes, all of that, yes. But first, please, help me out of this jetpack. It's itchy. Oh, right, yes, uh, of course. Just put your arm through here, and then um, you have to step okay. out of it, or... Oh, there we go. Rachel, I can't believe we knew nothing about you, and now your dad just shows up on the deck of our ship wearing a jetpack? And you reveal that you're both treasure hunters? Ugh, I know. Parents are so embarrassing. So that's why you came on the ship. Well, you guys know I love kids' stories, but I also wanted to come on board because I knew this might be my chance to fulfill my dad's legacy. Find his treasure. That's my girl. Say, you don't mind if I go ahead and eat some of my pocket ham, do you? Uh... Only if I can eat some of my pocket ham. Why? Because in, in this, this fam, fam we, we love, love pocket, pocket ham. ham. <laughs> <laughs> that was chilling. Wait, so is the treasure thing the reason you have a pet lamb? No, the lamb is just my friend. It's not connected. And why be so suspicious? Why not just tell us you're looking for treasure? I've been suspicious because... Well, let's just say when you're hunting for treasure, you make a few enemies. Enemies? I have a few. Dad, are you okay? You bet. Now suit up, everyone. We're going diving. We'll be right back. Hey, grown-ups! It's time for a special part of today's show sponsored by our friends at LEGO City. Hey, Peter! Hey, Lee! You know how we asked our listeners to send us their favorite Lego builds about the ocean and stories to go with them? Oh, yeah. Well, I wanted to share one with you. It comes from Jasper, a second grader from New York, and it's called The Shark Attack on the Story Pirate Ship. Ooh, I will sit here and listen quietly. Okay, here we go. It was a normal day on the Story Pirate's ship. Oh, good. I love a normal day. Nimini was swimming in the water. She is so good at swimming. Peter was taking a nap on his bed. Am I asleep right now? Is this a dream? And Lee was in a submarine on his way to find some awesome corals. Lee saw a shark. Ah! Peter saw the shark. Ah! And Nimini saw the shark. <gasps> you know what? That's okay. What? Why? You know, the rule of three sharks. Sharks always stop being scary after three sharks. Okay. Lee got out of the submarine and swam up. When he left the submarine, he left the hatch open and then closed it with the shark inside. Oh, no. <laughs> Everyone ran and screamed around the ship until they realized the shark was trapped in the submarine. The end. Wow, Jasper, that was some incredible storytelling. I felt like I was there. And best of all, Jasper sent a photo of his Lego build for that story. Grownups, you can check it out at storypirates.com slash Lego. And for more underwater adventures, why not check out the Lego City Ocean Exploration Submarine? It's a powerful, deep-sea sub with everything you need to explore the high seas. You can comb the depths with the sub's two mechanical arms, examine the ocean floor with an underwater drone, or search the coral-covered cave for hidden treasure. Remember, if you can dream it, you can build it. Check out all of the sets at lego.com slash city. Hey, 
Hey grown-ups, Lee here with your weekly announcements. Fall registration is now open for Story Pirates After School, our new virtual program for kids to reconnect with their creativity and imagination. Our incredible teaching artists will bring activities to life from different topics like spy training and spooky monster time. There will be appearances by hosts from the podcast like me and lots of other special guests and other surprises. Story Pirates After School is the perfect opportunity for kids who loved Story Pirates Creator Camp over the summer or for anyone that missed out and wants to have a new enriching Story Pirates experience. Learn all about the different components and class topics and register now at storypirates.com slash news. Story Pirates has teamed up with Popsicle to create a better world through imaginative play. Together with Popsicle's virtual recess, we've created ideal towns, a dream class for back to school, thank you awards for those that have helped us through this new normal, and even a brand new pop star and their inspirational song to raise awareness for peace on earth. You can still participate in all of our virtual recesses and find even more inspiration to create at Popsicle's IGTV or on the Popsicle Playzone at popsicle.com slash playzone. Our new album, Cats Sit On You, is out now. The album features 12 fan-favorite songs from the podcast, remixed and mastered for you to add to your playlists and listen to anytime. Songs include Humming, Cheese Quest, Banana Clown, The First Kids to Work at the Census, Turtle Beach, Cats Sit On You, and more. Find it wherever you listen to music. Remember, all that info and more can be found at storypirates.com slash news. Now back to the show. Enemies, I have a few. Dad, are you okay? You bet. Now suit up, everyone. We're going diving. All right. Wait, Dad, you still haven't told me anything about where you've been. No time to explain. But I haven't seen you in 15 years. No time! I didn't want to scare anyone, but my rival treasure hunters are at my tail. We have to go now, before it's too late. Here, these special masks will help us communicate underwater. Ready? Let's dive. Okay. Okay. Everybody masked up. Yes, yes sir. Masked on. Follow me. <laughs> wow! Look at all the beautiful seaweed. I'm swimming right through a school of fish. There's so much coral down here. I never knew. Hey, there's the wreck. Be careful not to touch anything. It's said that this wreck is festooned with Captain Hootie's booty booby traps. You know, it really is a terrible name. Look, sorry to be moody about Captain Hootie's booty, but Hootie was a little snooty and he wouldn't want to hear you say that. He was a terrifying man. Yes, a cutie, but his duty was to protect the booty, so he was constantly on Hootie booty duty. He went loopy on booty duty. He even forgot about his dog, Helen. Yeah, he really went to the ends of the earth to hide his booty. I usually just wear a big shirt. Shh, Peter, not now. The treasure! I see it! Grab the chest. We'll bring it up to the deck. Stand back. It's time to open the chest. It's empty. 
No! My rivals must have gotten to it first. How dare! Well, I'm leaving. There's no reason for me to stay. Off I go! Wait! Don't leave! Dad, maybe you don't need the treasure. Now that we've been reunited, we can just be a family again. Forget about the booty. But I've spent my whole life looking for that booty. And I've spent my whole life looking for you. And the booty also. I've been looking for the booty also. But mostly you. My goodness, this is as dramatic as watching an episode of Father Brown on the BBC. I never thought about it that way. I'm sorry, you're right. Hootie's booty once separated us. Now, the booty brought us together. And there is beauty in that booty. A toast to the booty. The booty! Mmm, sourdough, my favorite toast. My toast is a little dry. I love toast. Well, I guess I'll stick around for a while. Great! You want to go catch up? Yes, please. You know, I really do have to know, what's the deal with the jetpack? Why do you have a jetpack? I mean, well, the better question is, why not? I mean, we were promised jetpacks. Wow. What a beautiful and crazy day. Should we do another story? Yes, please! Hi, my name's Macy. I'm in the second grade, and I live in Texas. And this is my story. It's called Raining Cake. Oh, oh me, oh my, another day of boring rain. Sometimes I look in the mirror and I ask myself, Cakey, when will it rain something fun, like cake? Other times I ask myself, Cakey, why did our mother name us Cakey? But I never even get an answer. Wow, it's really coming down out there. Okay, let's turn on the weather. I am a meteorologist. That's a big word for weatherman. And have I got news for you. Get ready, all you hungry girls, and leave your umbrellas at home. It's rain and cake. Hallelujah, it's rain and cake. Yum cake. Chocolate, vanilla, mostly red velvet. Actually, it's just red velvet. God bless Mother Baker. Wait. Actually, I guess it's only a hallelujah situation if you like cake. I love cake. My name is Cakey, and I have been waiting for it to rain cake. Fascinating. Were you named after cake? Hmm. I don't know. Perhaps. You know what? I bet you are. Hey, um, how are we having a conversation through the TV? I don't know. Something weird is happening. In other news, you should re-upload to the love seats. Off. I don't know what exactly is going on here, but I do know that it's raining cake, and I love cake. I should go and enjoy the cake that is raining from the sky. I'm going to go outside. Ow! Gosh, not only is it raining cake, but it's raining huge chunks of red velvet cake. My favorite flavor. Ow! My little noggin. You know, I better grab some of this raining cake and eat it before my little noggin gets caked off. Here goes some eating. Nom, 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 nom. Oh, excuse my burp, but that red velvet cake was delicious. And look, it stopped raining. I ate all the cake that rained down from the sky. Guess I was pretty hungry. Hey. Whoa, whoa. Uh, who, who are you? 
Where are you? You can't see me, Keiki. I live inside you. I'm a tummy bug. What? A tummy bug? Yeah, Keiki. I'm a tummy bug. I'm what you get when you eat too much cake. And that's exactly what you just did. <laughs> oh, uh, I don't know if it was too much. It was barely a skyfall. Keiki, that was a lot of cake, even for a girl named Keiki. Okay, look, I'm not proud of it, but red velvet is my favorite flavor. And I don't have to prove anything to you anyway. You're just a tummy bug. You're not even visible. You don't even exist. Oh, I exist. All right. And sure, you can't see me, but you can feel me. And you're gonna be feeling me all week. I'm sure I'll feel great tomorrow, which is Monday. Monday, Monday. Oh, I feel awful. Tummy bug, no. <laughs> I told ya. How long will this last? Tuesday, Tuesday. Ugh, ugh. Tummy bug, you gotta get lost. Oh, I'm a week long thing. That can't be true. Wednesday, Wednesday. My tummy, oh, ow. Yep, there's a bug in it. It's me. Thursday, Thursday. Can this guy stop singing? Who even is this guy? Oh, my name's Walter. I was on the eighth season of NBC's The Voice. Now I tour with Tummy Buck. No! Friday, Friday. Stop! Oh. I, I, I feel better. I feel better. Tummy Buck? Tummy Buck? She's gone! Hooray! That was the worst week. I can't be eating skyfuls of cake. I can only have one piece of cake and that is enough. This is an important lesson in self-control. Oh, who could that be? <gasps> mother? Yes, Cakey, it's me, your mother. I was in the area and I thought, why not swing by and see my beautiful daughter, Cakey, whom I named after the food, Cakes. So it's true. I was named Cakey after the food cake. Yes, in fact, I brought over some cake for you to eat, Cakey, and it's your favorite cake, red velvet cake. But, but, Mother, I could get a tummy bug if I eat too much cake. Well, I've got news for you, Cakey. I'm your mother, and what I says goes. And from now on, cake will be your every meal. Oh, no! Actually, um, best mom ever! And I brought spoons! We love each other! Meanwhile, deep inside Cakey's tummy... Walter? Yeah? Start a vocal warm-up. We're going on a world tour! <laughs> <laughs> the end. And now, Lee speaks with the author. Hi, Macy. Hi, Lee. It's so great to talk to you today. You too. How's your day so far? Good. Did you do anything fun? Um, I got double recess. What? Double recess? You got to have recess twice? Uh-huh. And so what did you do during recess? Um, the first one, I played Gaga Ball. And then the second one, I just walked around. I didn't know, I didn't know what to do because some of the classes didn't come outside. So, Macy, you wrote the story Raining Cake. Yeah, I actually have it right beside me. Oh, cool. Have you ever seen it rain cake in real life? No. I see it in my dreams sometimes. Really? Like you've had dreams about it raining cake? Mm-hmm. 
Are those nice dreams? Yeah. Wow, it sounds really nice. It is because I eat all the cake and I don't get a tummy ache. Do you just love cake so much? Yeah. What's your favorite kind? My favorite kind is red velvet. Do you like cupcakes? Yeah, I had a cupcake today. You did? Mm-hmm. Was it red velvet? No. There was chocolate and vanilla. I decided to take vanilla because not a lot of people were taking vanilla. Oh, that's nice of you. It was a vanilla cake, and then did it have vanilla frosting as well? No, it had lemon frosting. Lemon frosting? That sounds delicious. Now I want a cupcake. <laughs> Macy, it's been so fun to talk to you today. You too. Bye, Macy. Bye-bye. That's it for today's show. Thanks for listening, and thanks to today's authors, Jonah and Macy. And a big thanks to today's special guest, Michael Cerberus. Parents, don't forget to check us out on social media where you can see everything else that we're up to. And if you haven't already left us a rating and review on iTunes, please do. It just takes a minute and makes a huge difference in helping us find new listeners. And parents, also, don't forget, there's a brand new short, awesome cartoon of all eight unicorns live right now at storypirates.com slash cartoons. See you next time. Bye! The Story Pirates Podcast is a production of Gimlet Media, produced for Gimlet Media by Jasmine Romero, and produced for the Story Pirates by Lee Overtree and Benjamin Salka. Associate producers for Story Pirates are Peter McNerney and Lauren Glover. Technical direction by Sam Baer. Recording, sound design, and mixing by Sam Baer and Josh Hahn at the Relic Room in New York City. Theme song by Bobby Lord. Our head writer is Rachel Winitsky. Contributing writers are Peter McNerney, Megan O'Neill, Lee Overtree, and Matt Rogers. Special guest, Michael Cerberus. Today's episode features performances by PJ Adzema, Eric Austin, Lauren Brickman, Peter McNerney, Jack Mitchell, Jess Morgan, Alexandra Nader, Megan O'Neill, Rachel Robertson, Matt Rogers, Jasmine Romero, Keith Rubin, SJ Sun, and Rachel Winitsky. The Giraffe Didn't Know was written by Henry Kapersky, Matt Rogers, and Brendan O'Grady, produced by Brendan O'Grady, and associate produced by Jack Mitchell, with vocal arrangements and direction by Jack Mitchell and Brendan O'Grady. And uh, now, if you'll excuse me, I, I have choir practice. Hey guys, can I sing with you? Here we go. We know how to change the world into a zoo, a zoo for all the animals.